Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, we have a ton of news to talk about, but the biggest thing, the biggest thing, is that Secret Invasion finally has a release date. All that and more right if it's that we have no control over. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Jeff, we're going to dive right in because like, we're, I don't even think we're going to have time for any feedback today because we've got so much news. And I feel like a lot of these are going to breed a lot of conversations. Yeah, uh, we don't even have time for personal feedback. How are you? I don't care. No, News. I don't care. I don't care, man. Um, <laughs> no, I care. I don't have time for it, though. <laughs> I don't have time to care. Did I say how are you at the beginning of that rant? No, not oh, okay. yet. Okay, thought you were making fun of me. Um, <laughs> no, you usually do. <laughs> I do. I do usually do. Um, well... Today, you mentioned Secret Invasion being the most important. I don't know about that. There's some pretty crazy stuff. In There's the news. a lot of important stuff, but a lot like, of important things. But for the, my the, draft, the well, most important thing. <laughs> the thing about Secret Invasion is, and I put it first too because I want to talk about it first because we have been sitting here on the show for months saying, like, when are we going to find out anything about the future of Marvel projects, especially the Disney Plus series? Because we had no, like, we didn't even have really release windows. Yeah, exactly. Other than, like, early, in quotes. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Early, or coming soon, or all these things. But today, we do have news. Secret Invasion is has been announced for June 21st, according to... Uh, According to the direct, it was posted on uh, Disney Plus's official page for that show. I tried to find yep. it. I could not find it. I don't know if they've taken it down since then, but apparently it was posted. So supposedly from Marvel, we have a release date of June 21st, which it was initially said it was going to be in the spring, which apparently June 21st is right at the edge of spring. So <laughs> yeah, technically, they're right not late before June 21st release date. So what do you think, man? That's a that that's a Wednesday uh, right before summer starts. Mm -hmm. um, that kind of worries me a little bit. Like I, I know that Feige said that they're they're slowing down. They you know they want to pull right. back on the number of releases uh, throughout the year. But like I I feel like that's a bit late in the year, right? Like that's that seems seems late later than it should have been. Later than we're used to, at least and. Fair. While I'm excited to have news of a, an actual date for a Marvel property, that's a long time. It's three months away. Yeah. Y y you know, like when uh, we, we podcast about this stuff. So, like, at least we've got news to talk about today, which I'm excited about. But, like, for weeks, we've been kind of like that anchor on the news that's like, we have no news. Just just talk. Just talk. And it's like, <laughs> just, just I stretch mean, it out. <laughs> we, we have lots of things we can do on this show. So I'm not, I'm not complaining. There's lots of like, we're doing, the, we're doing the Infinity War rewatch, which was supposed to drop yesterday, but then all this news came out. So we decided to record a news episode instead. Um, the the in Iron Man episode for the, our Infinity War rewatch will drop this week, though. You um, mean the Infinity Saga rewatch? Yeah, sorry. Infinity Saga rewatch. <laughs> Uh, get my words right. I probably would have typed that too in the in the title. Um, <laughs> but you know this uh, this news, while exciting to have news, it's kind of bad news. It's like June is months and months away. <laughs> yeah, it is three months away. Like the next thing that we have is Guardians, mm -hmm. Guardians three, and that's still that's in May. Yeah, when Ant Man happened, we were like, oh, I hope we don't have to like not have anything till guardians because they haven't announced anything and we're not getting anything until like a month past guardians yeah like i i thought we were gonna get secret invasion like around now 
Yeah. Or like within the next few days. In previous years, they've had things in March. And so I was expecting something in March. Yeah, yeah. Like end of March was, uh, that was when Falcon and the Winter Soldier happened. That's when Moon Knight Knight came out. Uh, You know, those are the only two years that we've had anything on Disney Plus. But still, like, there's been something. Something to hold us. Give me a little taste. A little taste, Marvel. Yeah. It's crazy, man. We were expecting this year, like, we were expecting a secret invasion, and what if season two, and Loki season two, and Echo, and, like, there's there's a lot of things that we're, we're expecting coming down the pike, and pushing secret invasion back, or, eh, I don't necessarily want to call it pushing it back, but it kind of feels like it's pushing it back, right? Like, sure, yeah. Having it come out in, you know, late June, that kind of, like, sets the 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 tone for the whole year for Disney plus, like we're going to be like, we have to wait a while. We might not, we're not going to get as much as we thought we were. Mm-hmm. And it may be even less than we thought after that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And that, that sets the, the Loki series is supposed to be in like September. I believe we, we have a solid date on it, but that speculation is September. Um, yeah. I think which, Owen Wilson said something along those lines in an interview. Yeah. Yeah. So, that all but can I'm change. sure he has Not absolutely all of the, the say in when that comes out. Right, right. He may or may <laughs> not have the correct information. Um, but it's still like, you know, it's just showing this like like kind of slower release schedule and how it's going to affect us. I mean, I think about like March of last year and how much fun it was to have Moon Knight through that time period. And like this year, I will not have that. I will not have that <laughs> thing to look forward to every week. Like how my life is forever changed for this year. Yeah. Hopefully not forever, but you know, my life has changed this year because I won't have Moon Knight to be excited for every week. Yeah. Like this, this time last year we had Moon Knight and uh, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, like right about the same time. Wasn't that in, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it ended close to Multiverse of Madness, right? It was... New content right into new content, and it was great. It was, <laughs> yeah. it was peak Marvel. It was a great time. Great time to be alive. Yeah, and we've discussed there is a way to attenuate this. I just, I'm just hoping they don't pull back too much. And it seems like this feels like too much to me. Like having nothing in this, like until the end of spring feels like a lot. Um, you know, half the year with no Marvel content feels like a lot. I mean, we we, we got Ant Man, and we'll have Guardians. So it's not like. We're completely devoid of things, but it's it's a bummer. Three month, three more yeah. months until we get Marvel TV shows to talk about. I, I I'm I'm bummed about it. I think I finally understand how the super rich feel. How like <laughs> I don't. They have a lot of money, right? They they have an embarrassment of riches, a, a a huge wealth, and to have some of that, any of that taken away, it just it feels wrong. Like I I don't want it taken away. Right, Marvel is my riches. Right, the MCU mm-hmm. is my riches, and I don't want it taken away. I I I don't love this analogy. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm uncomfortable with how much it feels accurate. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. That's not what I said. I'm sure that's what you meant. Marvel is the bread and circuses, if anything. Um, this is not the riches. <laughs> But yes, your your point is that we're spoiled, and now yeah. they're taking a little bit away, and we're it's it hurts. And yes, yeah. that is true. It hurts my feelings. Yeah, me too. Um, okay, in other news, so we have a couple of stories that are big drama behind the scenes stories, and this one is one very serious. Jonathan Majors has been arrested for an alleged assault. Ooh. Um, 
Yeah, that's not great. Not not good. Um, and you know, if if true, very very bad for his you know future in Marvel and all these things and like that. That's all stuff we can talk about another day. Uh, but uh, Majors lawyers uh, do claim his complete innocence, and they claim they have video of the car where the incident happened and multiple statements from witnesses and a recanting from the alleged victim. So supposedly there's a lot of proof that he, he his lawyers are saying there's a lot of proof that it's not true. Okay. Um but this is a big um it's, it's still, still a big allegation. Yeah, it's a, it's a, still a big uh, allegation and you know potential scandal that eesh, that that may have uh long-term effects. Like Disney doesn't like to be wrapped up in in allegations and scandals type of thing like that. Like eesh. I, I I worry about his future as Kang, and he was so great as Kang, and yeah. I would hate for that to to stain his, uh, you know the the public perception of him and then his career. Yeah, definitely. If it's not true, if it's true, and this happened, um, you know, consequences are very reasonable yeah, yeah. And in order. If it's true and it happened, fuck him. <laughs> right. That's that's kind of what I was saying. You were like, I hate for this to sully his uh, reputation. Like, well, unless his he did it. Name. Like, <laughs> yeah. If he did it, then yeah, fuck that guy. But like, if he didn't do it, then like, oh god, come on. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things, though. You know, and 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 I fully support you know investigating these claims, and you know, anytime something like this is claimed, it needs to be investigated and taken seriously. Yeah. Um, but you know, it is the like, kind of thing that like. Even if they do have this great proof, there's always going to be questions. People always have questions about like what really happened, you know. And it's a yeah. it's a t- it's a tough uh, tough thing to have this actor. We're all so excited about. Um, I was talking to the uh, somebody on one of the shows the other day, and I was like, "Well, you know, at least if uh, it's, it's it's I don't really want to get into too much of what how they could like fix it or whatever." But I was just I just thought this was funny. I was like. Yeah, but I guess, you know, they do have the multiverse, like, we've already introduced the idea of variants, like, you could just change the actor if you really had to, which would be terrible, but you could. And yeah. then I thought, oh, wait, they just showed a stadium full of him. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it would be hard to turn that around. Yeah, that's a hard one to, like, pivot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in fairness, in fairness, the the whole, like, Peter Parker is a different person thing happened, so, like... Or Peter Parker's a different actor thing mm-hmm. happened, so sure, maybe Kang is a different actor in you know the the, the multiverse is infinite, right? Right. So, so just because we saw a stadium full of yeah, of that was Jonathan a stadium Majors full from doesn't... like the left side of the multiverse, <laughs> <laughs> from a different perspective. <laughs> yeah, but, any, gotta, but anyway, you just gotta I, change the lens with from through which you see Kang. That's all. I don't. I don't want to get too much into the like the you know the casting of this. I I think we need to wait till more facts come out before we discuss this too seriously. But uh, or d- I guess discuss it too flippantly is is more what I mean. Yeah, definitely don't want to bring up a potential uh, similarity with uh, people believing Mysterio uh, in Spider Man No Way Home. Yes, we don't want to do that. <laughs> we don't want to do that, Jeff. Um, but, uh, no, like the, so Jonathan Majors, <laughs> we, 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 uh, we, this is concerning. It's, <sighs> it's very concerning. And we, yep. we, uh, you know, 
stand with any uh, you know, any victims of assault and need and these things need to be investigated properly. Um, but uh, but it's a it's it's a big it could be a big deal. Uh, we'll see what facts come out. Uh, so like happier news, right? Let's let, can we move on to a happier story about Liv Tyler? Yeah, big news about Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler will appear, according to Variety, will appear in Captain America: New World Order. Um, yeah, yeah, it's crazy news. This is crazy news. What is she going to be doing? What's what is Betty Ross going to be doing in Captain America: New World Order? I mean, I have to assume this is going to be Red Hulk related, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, ooh, yeah, yeah. You remember uh, with William Hurt's passing, uh, General Ross got recast into Harrison Ford, so mm-hmm. Harrison Ford is also supposed to be in Captain America New World Order, so uh, Harrison Ford being Red Hulk and Liv Tyler being, you know, or Betty Ross being there for him, oh, that that would be... That would be great. That would be mm-hmm. great. Trying to stop him from becoming Red Hulk, trying to stop him from experimenting us, you know. Or just like pointing and laughing, like, ah, ha, 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 see, you idiot. <laughs> like, this is what you get. But I think that her appearance will provide a lot of pathos for the character of uh, General Ross, um, especially yeah. with them like recasting it. Um, I think like this could be a really touching film, you know, adding that father and daughter dynamic. E- e- to what could be a very mustache twirly sort of situation, you know? Yeah. I, I hope that they, Oh God. Yeah, no, I, I hope that they don't necessarily go the comics route where, um, Betty eventually becomes red. She Hulk. Oh really? That's funny. Yeah. It was, um, it feels like it's too far, you know, <laughs> like everybody's yeah. getting superpowers. There's a, there's a, you know, there's one for everybody. And, mm, that feels like too far, especially in a movie that's supposed to be about Captain America. Right. And, and really, in many ways, we'll introduce the new Captain America to the world. Because as much as we love Falcon Winter Soldier, I doubt it has the audience of the, you know, the movie will. Yeah, it, it probably doesn't have the audience that the films do. But also, he didn't really get introduced as Captain America until the very end of the series. Sure. Absolutely. So, like, this is this is his chance to to kind of like, you know, within the universe at least to to step up and prove how he's going to be Captain America to the right. world. And of course, this will probably do work to set up the Thunderbolts. Oh yeah. Um, and you know, whatever this New World Order, whatever, uh, you know, Defontaine, uh, the Contessa is trying to pull off. Um, I think uh, this will be a part of that. You know. Yeah. Yeah. What is yeah. she going for? What's her angle? What's her angle, man? I you know, I did not expect her to show up in Wakanda forever and like having having her in play in a especially in a movie about two warring nations and yeah. uh and Talokan being a, a thing like it it makes me think that um there's going to be a, a lot of like a lot of conflict in the main Marvel universe as far as like World War, you know, World War Three kind of thing. Except 
with it being World War Three with superheroes and like destruction of the world kind of kind of stuff. Like that's that's what we're getting into, and that may be what leads us to a Secret Wars kind of situation. Plus, we got Secret Invasion. So, mm-hmm. like, with you know, if 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 the scrolls become public knowledge and like knowing that an alien can come to Earth and infiltrate and uh, and deceive, you know, because the shape-shifting ability is, at its core, a deception and is a scary thing to, to have, a, like, on the table as a potential. So, like, having that available and, like, the, the public knowledge of that, like, there are consequences for that sort of information becoming widely known. Yeah, and for sure. And that could be what that whole new world order is. It's like, how do we, how do we deal with those kinds of things in the life that we know Especially after something like Thanos happened, mm-hmm. like with the the blip. Well, absolutely, and it's it's someone that's sort of power hungry for the United States and everything. Like Contessa is, uh, will use this sort of fear of not only like you said Thanos, uh, Skrull invaders, whatever else happens between now and then, uh, to ratchet up fear and then use that fear to like control the population and make decisions that are best for her and her agenda. And so, yeah, I agree. This, this all kind of leads to that. And, you know, I'm realizing, and I never really realized it before, uh, but Val is evil Coulson. Oh, no! <laughs> right? We don't know that she's evil, Coulson. No, I, I, I don't think anyone's 100% a dick. <laughs> Nobody's 100% a dick. But, like... She's she's the dark version leading to probably Thunderbolts, probably some sort of Dark Avengers type thing. Yeah. Uh, and they're sprinkling her through the movies in the same way. That kind of excites me thinking about it like that, like thinking of her as like Dark Coulson. I really hope that Loki stabs her in the in the chest. Oh, that would be that would be mwah, French kiss. <laughs> yeah, that'd be really good. Be really good. I like that callback to BVK there. Yeah, man, BVK. Okay. Up next, we have more unsettling news. Yeah, more drama from behind the scenes. And it's, it's again, we're kind of have to wait for facts to come out. We're going to have to wait for things to sort of shape up. But Victoria Alonzo, a producer slash executive producer on everything Marvel way back to Iron Man, yep. has reportedly been fired. Um, she's yep. been with the company since 2006. And most recently, headed up all Marvel post-production, including visual effects. Mm. She mm. has been politically vocal while at Marvel, urging Bob Chapek to take a stand against uh, Florida's Don't Say Gay bill. Um, we're getting very different stories from Alonzo and Marvel, though. Um, according to her lawyer... She was terminated when she refused, this is a quote, she was terminated when she refused to do something she believed was reprehensible. Disney and Marvel made a really poor decision that will have serious consequences. There is a lot more to this story, and Victoria will be telling it shortly, in one forum or another. Marvel says she was fired over an indisputable breach of contract. And there's kind of a complicated story and like the way that Marvel's saying she was fired. She made a movie called Argentina 1985, which was like a passion project for her. Sure. Um, and uh, it was not Mar- it was not Disney related. So she had to get a like a, a waiver to be allowed to work on it. Um, so she went to work on it and uh, 
but uh, she was not supposed to help promote the film, um, but she did. And so Marvel's saying that's why they fired her. And um, her lawyers are saying that's absolutely ridiculous. There's no way they're firing her over like a couple of interview appearances or whatever. Um, but uh, other unnamed insider at Marvel told Deadline that her work on the other film, Argentina 1985, was the cause or one of the causes of some of the recent delays at Marvel. Oh, so working on personal stuff at work and yeah. Uh, or like she apparently was like taking days. according to this insider. She was like taking days, um, to, to work on 1985 or Argentina, 1985, which won an Oscar. Um, but, uh, and not like, you know, getting the proper approvals to get her the stuff done. She needed to do for Marvel. And that got some things delayed over at Marvel, which, feels a little scapegoaty to me. I don't know. Like, you know, I, it's it's kind of a he said, she said, or she yeah. said, conglomerate said. <laughs> I generally don't side with conglomerates, like, uh, on principle. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> generally, I believe uh, people over conglomerates. Yeah. But at the same time, we don't know. I, I mean, it's it's kind of suspect that, like, Marvel has been coming under a lot of fire recently about the quality of their VFX and right. how they treat VFX studios and, uh, and just, you know, all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then now she's fired. Uh, right. If that department is getting tons of bad PR and then that department is also causing delays, which, you know, even if it wasn't because of her work on Argentina, 1985, if the visual effects department's been causing delays, um, all of that could lead them to be like, we need to get rid of her. And then if she does something like this, that allows them the pretense to get rid of her, you know, they can right. fire her for something that is clearly true. She did do a thing she wasn't supposed to, but like, it probably wasn't as big a deal, but, but then there's also the political angle that she's passionately um, involved in fights for LGBTQ rights. And uh, she's been vocal talking about how the bo- the bosses at Marvel don't do enough. Bobs. <laughs> the Bobs, yeah. Bob Iger. Or no, sorry, Bob Chapek is the one. Yeah, the Bob Chapek, Bob Iger. It's it's the Bobs. <laughs> it's possible. She, it's just a preponderance of all of these things. Like, she's standing up to them politically. She's, you know, maybe there's been some problems in her department, and they want a scapegoat slash get rid of the vocal problem and they use this as an excuse. I, I that's, that's kind of yeah. how I see it. I don't know. There's, you know, we don't know We're we're, this is just us talking. Yeah. I mean, if it's like, if it's because VFX, uh, time has been, or like VFX has been the thing that's been holding up films, uh, or holding up properties coming out or release dates or whatever, like obviously hire more people, but, also obviously pay them better and don't set unrealistic expectations of goals, especially for the amount of stuff that Marvel has to do with VFX. Like there's a lot of VFX that goes into Marvel might like the MCU might as well just be an animated universe or like an a universe of animated films. Because there's so much VFX stuff that has to go into it. If you ever look at the the pre visualizations of these movies, you know, have you seen those? Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Sometimes it's just they're like almost them standing on green. <laughs> well, well, no, no, no. I'm talking about um, previs is something different. So previs is when they basically make an animated version of the movie before they make the movie. 
Oh, yeah, and they yeah, do yeah. that in these Marvel movies. They do like the action sequences, particularly. They'll make like a fully animated version. It's you know, it's a little blocky. It's not that many frames yeah, per the, second or whatever. Like the general polygons or whatever, right? Not fully so, rendered. So they get the idea of what's coming, so that when they shoot, they have an, a full idea of what they need to shoot. Yeah. Um, but like sometimes those are darn close to the final product. And so yeah. you get these previs <laughs> things. So like the, you're basically animating the movie before you actually film the movie, which is crazy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, you're placing live actors into your animated scene mm-hmm. and then like finishing the render. Right. Exactly. Uh, that's a simplified version of the truth for real. Yeah. I mean, eh, it's, it's not that far from reality, but, you know, th- there's a lot more work that goes into it, obviously, but... Obvi. 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 Obviously. So, like, if it is uh, a problem of VFX, like, put more people on it. Like, the, the company is going to do okay, you know? Like, Disney's gonna be alright. Like, they're gonna make money. They're gonna make a lot of money either way. You can shave off a little bit of that. To give to the VFX people. I'm worried because we know they're backing down production on Marvel, and that's kind of what we've been focused on. But uh, uh, Bob Chepik's return... Uh, Iger. Oh, I'm sorry. Get the Bobs mixed up. Uh, <laughs> Bob Iger's return right. <laughs> has apparently uh, come with a bunch of firings. Like I read somewhere they're trying to get rid of like five billion dollars worth of positions or something like that like it was some insane number of like uh workers at disney now i don't know what side of disney that is or like what they're like that may not that's probably not all going to come off the content side but like it's a lot they're trying to cut and tighten their belt a lot which makes me concerned because i just didn't think that disney and marvel were having that big of an issue right now yeah after several films especially like just focusing on marvel Several films over a billion dollars each, mm-hmm. and even uh, what a couple of them at, at over two. Like, yeah. it's a brand that writes checks. You know, when the when right. the film comes out, the checks are written. So, like, what do they need to tighten up for? Yeah, what mismanagement is happening? <laughs> right, right. I completely agree. I worry if if Victoria Alonso is going away. Uh, are they going to put somebody into her position or like, who's going to be in charge of VFX? Is it going to be somebody that's like, no, we need to tighten this up and like lock it down even more and be even worse to the VFX studios and, and the, you know, the third party companies that are helping them actually produce these, these things like, but there's also like on the other, on the flip side of that, there's a chance that whoever comes in to replace her is better to them like and does you know does better for them like there's an opportunity here to do better for the people that are making these things happen yeah it's a big change she's been in that spot for 16 years i believe or something like that oh wow um you said since 2006 oh well she's been at the company since 2006 oh yeah right 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 okay um and so but she's been at that position for a bunch of movies um i'm not sure exactly i don't have in front of me but um yeah it, it's it's a lot, and so seeing her leave is kind of scary. It's like, man, she's been there since Iron Man. It, it it makes me wonder, like, people like Kevin Feige, what does he think of this? You know, like, what are they doing with their other executives or other creators, you know? Like, this is someone that someone like Kevin Feige has been working with side by side for, you know, 
23 movies, 24 of 25 movies. And she's still, she's still listed on the credits for the Marvels and for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. So if she's been doing all of that and then she suddenly fired, let's, let's say it's, you know, let's, you know, maybe there's some truth to the Marvel side of the story. Who knows? But if she's being fired for like political reasons or because she, as they, as they said, they, they tried to get her to do something reprehensible that that'll, That'll be a big piece of the story. She says... Yeah, what is it that's reprehensible that they wanted her to do? Yeah, we don't know. And it could be something, you know, like change a character that she didn't want to change. Uh, you know, she could... She, she's someone who's talked a lot about, um, you know, the representation in these movies and, like, being passionate about that and stuff. Who knows? Yeah, I liked what she had to say in the, uh, in the Empower series. Mm. At the time, I wasn't paying attention to who she was in the Empower series, but I think I saw her. <laughs> I remember her face being in there. Yeah. But I don't remember her words. What'd she say? Oh, I don't remember. I just remember liking it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just I remember when Victoria Alonso was on and talking, I was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She, she's she got a sense of like, yeah, she knows what's up. <laughs> yeah, she's a big part of the process of making these movies, and um, uh, it's... Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what what changes come with with this. Um, okay, so it's another one of those stories, just like the Jonathan Majors thing, where it's like this is a this could be a huge deal to the universe we love, but we still don't have enough information to really talk about it and like pick a side or something. You know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah, it's kind of tough right now. We don't <laughs> really know what's going on. I do tend to stand with people over conglomerates, so we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, up next. We've got Vision Quest, the spin-off series of WandaVision, has yeah. writers. Hell yeah. Megan McDonald and Peter Cameron, who are mostly credited with other Marvel projects as part of the writer's room. Um, they are part of the new... They've been listed as part of the writer's room for Vision Quest, which that means there's a writer's room. It doesn't necessarily mean these are going to be... Uh, this show is happening. It doesn't necessarily mean, especially with all these shakeups, you know, like, oh God, yeah. The shows that were pretty far along, we don't know that they're happening anymore <laughs> sometimes. And so this is in the, but it, they, they have a writer's room. It's still in the works. So we may be seeing a show called Vision Quest. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, Peter Cameron was on WandaVision, Moon Knight, Werewolf by Night. Like, that's, that's a pretty solid pedigree uh, as far as like, Disney Plus series, you know, like mm -hmm. he he at least knows what's up. And I mean, Megan McDonald, I remember that name from a lot of <laughs> a lot of projects. I remember specifically they mentioned WandaVision and um, the Marvels or two that she's been big involved with, which, you know, ties well with Vision being involved and with um, moving the story forward, you know, with the, what's going on in the Marvels and knowing how the world is taking shape. Um, yeah. So she's she's in these conversations. She's been in these red rooms. So uh, on shows I've really enjoyed and shows I'm excited about. So yeah, yeah. it's exciting. With them both having uh, <laughs> the the word I want to use is uh, having served. Uh, with both of them having uh, <laughs> worked. having worked on uh, these things that are leading up to Vision and kind of that whole his whole side of the universe. It's it's good. It's good that those two are, are there because you know they've been there since the beginning. So they they should have, or you know, I, I would at least hope they they should have some sort of uh, feeling of like that story is their baby, right? And like right, some ownership. They should they should treat it well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's hope so, and have a really good solid 
um, visual of the intent of those stories from the other, you know, versions of them. And like, yeah. when they, when the character said something, what was the deeper meaning? And like, how can you tie that to what's going on now? And yeah, it could be great. <laughs> and, and vision quests, it seems like it could be really interesting. We, we know we left last left vision. He was, uh, lost and trying to figure out who he was. And so the idea of vision going on a quest to kind of find himself is really well, he's interesting. The- He's the ship Theseus, right? Yeah. Like, that. he just needs to be a, a boat in a museum. That's, what That's true. He needs to be a boat. Yeah, we figured it out, Vision. God, come on. Get you canoeing. <laughs> uh, up next. <laughs> oh, man. I love this one so much. This one's so exciting. Yes. Yes, it is, especially for you and Ashley, who will claim that this is evidence you were uh, right all along. I still have a picture of that whiteboard <laughs> I where I had linked everything to Mephisto. <laughs> well, the rumor is, um, and this is the second time we've heard this rumor, the main rumor is that Sasha Baron Cohen will be playing Mephisto. That's, that's yeah. been reported before. And weirdly, last time it was reported is that it was going to, uh, he was going to appear in Ironheart. Which yeah, is, which was a weird thing. Yeah, we've talked about that one before. The new rumor is that his role is um, expanded, or at least it's been uh, uh, rumored to be having... Not, not, not that it wasn't always intended to be, but apparently it is rumored that he's also going to be in Agatha House of Harkness, which we yeah. talked about before. We, we said that if he's going to be around, that would be the place. Um, it, weird that it's Ironheart, but that also sounds like it's going to be the place. And the other big thing is there's a possible Mephisto special presentation in the works. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah, that sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like the from what I've read, it's supposed to be like a uh, another uh, Halloween special sort of thing. Right, it makes sense. And um, it's supposed to uh, give a lot of credence to all of those Mephisto theories from WandaVision. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Well. <laughs> We'll see. Bring we'll see. it. <laughs> Give mm-hmm. it to me. <laughs> I'm mm. so excited. I'm so stoked, man. Like, <laughs> yep. Mephisto uh, still not confirmed. Mephisto confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> All these other stories are real. This is the only rumor. And Mephisto much, confirmed. <laughs> the much rumored, the much whispered about Mephisto. I, I just, I think I've said it before, but I think Sasha Baron Cohen is a perfect perfect choice for this oh yeah yeah he uh he's got the the silliness that can go with mephisto the like impishness the like the the impishness yeah Yeah. and and mephisto has some some real seriousness to him that i think sasha baron cohen could really pull off yeah yeah exactly sasha baron cohen has the chops to do either um and just be very like I don't know, flamboyant in a way like that, that I think Mephisto yep. would be really good. Um, you know, <laughs> yep. Not to be too literal with the term flamboyant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, he seems like he'd be really, really wonderful in this role. And I think that would be uh, awesome. I'm really excited. Ooh. 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 Mm-hmm. I was trying to think of like why and how they could, uh, bring Mephisto into Ironheart and like why, why he would be there, what he would do there. 
But, mm-hmm. but it could be because there's also rumor that Parker Robbins is going to be in Ironheart and is going to be played by Anthony Ramos, who was in uh, Hamilton as Philip and as the other friend of Hamilton before the war. John who died. Lawrence, I believe. Sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember enough about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I need to watch it again. Oh, no. Uh, anyway, so Parker <laughs> Robbins in comics uh, is the villain Cloak. Or not, sorry, not Cloak. Not Cloak, The Hood. Uh, he has a cloak <laughs> that originate, like it gives him powers, and the cloak originates from the demon Dormammu. Hmm. Where they could change that to be the cloak originates from Mephisto. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's an easy substitution, especially with Dormammu not really being a demon, per se, in the, the in MCU version, as we've seen yeah. it. Um, and I think that if they went with, you know, Mephisto's a demon, got his own, or like a, a devil knockoff, and he just really doesn't, he doesn't care, he doesn't correct people, I guess, who are like, you're the devil. He's like, uh, sure, you can believe that. So, like... <laughs> If they go with that route, then like it would be real easy to just sub in Mephisto for the origination of that cloak that gives the hood his powers. So yeah, that that could be a, a way to just have him as like a maybe a little cameo or just like a, a small side role to not be like the main villain or anything, but like still have an important part to play. Yeah, absolutely. I agree completely. Um that's that's a good that's a good call. Um, I didn't realize he was he was rumored to be in it, so that that makes sense though. I like it. Um, cool. Well, guys, that's the news, and very rarely do we have enough news to cover a whole a whole forty five minutes of content here, <laughs> like a full episode, and even even more rarely uh, lately. And so, like all of a sudden, we got <laughs> all of the news dropped on us. Um, by the way, I need to mention this: uh, we are dropping tomorrow a new podcast. Um, it's new very, podcast. very exciting. It's kind of funny because the new podcast is called multiverse news. If you're listening to this in the normal feed, uh, it should already be live. Uh, kind of funny though. The show is called multiverse news. The idea was that we're going to expand and talk about more kinds of news stories, um, and do stranded panda show where we really talk about, uh, things across the multiverse. Uh, we've, we've got our, this first episode, we've got Haley Hobbs, Jay Sisson and Jay Scotty and myself, uh, uh, Jay Scotty St. Clair and myself all talking about all the various things in the news this week. The sort of funny thing is. It's such a busy Marvel news week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we thought we were going to let the news happen somewhere else. Nay, yeah. Nay. yeah then we got our own news to talk about. We got, we got so much news over here, but no, uh, there are a lot of other uh, interesting news stories that we're going to be talking about. Um, so check it out. Multiverse news. I will probably drop it in the feed sometime this week. Um, and it's just, uh, it's going to be our stranded panda take on kind of the geeky, movie and tv news that's going on so hope you guys will enjoy it it's going to be a video version on spotify and we'll probably throw it up on youtube as well so um and it'll be on all your podcatchers as well so yeah please check it out yeah that's that's the one we were starting with that spotify thing right yes yes we're starting it over on spotify so that we can do a video version so if you're on spotify you can actually watch the video version right there on spotify which is kind of cool that's tight yeah it's gonna be neat all right guys well we will be back uh, here with the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Please support us over on patreon.com slash MCUcast if you like the show. Uh, really helps out. We'll be back soon. Peace.
Until next time, true believers. Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. And a special thanks to all of our subscribers at patreon.com slash mcucast. You make this show possible. A big shout out to our brand new first ever Illuminati tier patron, Walter Kreisky III. Thank you, sir. If you want to find all of our fine Stranded Panda podcasts, go to strandedpanda.com. And for a video version, check out youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you want to take part in our live streams, go to twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv.